celebrated, notorious booty baddies. Yo, you heard about the the nigga, uh, the, the the greatest booty warrior that came home. Oh yeah, Fleece Johnson. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga's disgusting, bro. Like, I remember being disturbed when I first saw that shit. I'm like, yo. It's like, yo, I still miss booty, man. He's like, I still miss booty. Wild fruity, yo. Wild zesty, bro. Like, yeah, wild flavoring. <laughs> Hella flavoring, bro. Black on the blue. Certified sissy.
just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, man. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Yo. Let me start off with two words. May in America. May in America. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about an artist and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. I, I, gotta, I gotta change it up every time. I gotta start. No, 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 no. We need to build a wall. You know what I mean? That wall right there was perfect. I got two words. Made in America. America. What a piece of shit, white trash. Yo, Fucking white he's trash. He's a representation of our country. Man. Yeah, just just the utter fucking embarrassment, man. Mission failed. Welcome next time. So apparently nowadays it's acceptable for a kid, even kids to say that the booty hole is broke. I mean, it's all good for pedophile. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, a P3, though. I use that on the internet. I put, instead of P3, I'll use a 3. The ratchet culture is working closely with the pedophile culture. Yeah, but man, once again, man, Jersey Judah back with another episode. Another edition of, hold up, the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right. Just just, just for that. Just for the hell of it. Um, I'm back. Put this air off a little bit because I know it sound like fucking Alaska on the on the fucking phone on the speaker right now. <laughs> this thing is doing a podcast. Out of, yeah, we live in Alaska right now. <coughs> but um, yeah, just 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 another another episode. <laughs> now there was one thing that actually now that I think about it, it just comes to mind. I had these. I had this category for like bottom bitches, like bitches who are useless, right? And it's like, what do I have? It, I have it saved. I, I take notes. I do notes here too, man. So this is this is a multi, this is a multitasking sort of occasion, right? So you got broads, that's just regular like average bitches. Mm-hmm. You got bimbos who are just tramps, mm-hmm. and then you got bozo bitches that are just clowns, like. Too much makeup on oh, all yeah. everything <laughs> that goes along with it. They're manufactured. There's nothing real, sincere, or genuine about them. Besides their, um, it's like their intentions. Like I, I brought this up a while back. Like when a bitch looks good, it's like there's a reason behind her looking good. There's it's not. There's no such thing as pretty bitches anymore. And what I mean is, a woman who just goes to the grocery store, she's bad 24/7. Or like the same bitch you'll see on Instagram. You'll see her in like Acme or like whatever, all these looking like a mess, like a hot mess. But when you see her on the internet, she she has a it's like it's like her mask. Like that's 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 what protects her is all these pictures and, and sadly enough, all these pathetic sips, future cucks, and rainbow zombies that pedestalize her. Gays are worse. You know you know today's um July first, right? And on July uh, a guy that goes by the name of Jesse Lee Peterson celebrates a month for white history. So July is actually white history month. I figure since we celebrate faggots and carpet munchers and shit, just because they suck dick and eat carpet, 
then I can celebrate white people for being white. So, <laughs> July, officially, July, because July just sounds white, just feels white. You know what I mean? Fireworks, <laughs> swimming, because you know black people can't swim like that. July. It just seems white. Like, we're going to go to the beach. We're going to look at the ocean, right? We're going to go as far away from the blacks as possible. We're going to go to sunny, more presentable areas. Unlike Miami, because them niggas in Miami, they shooting and fighting anyway. So that's just like, that's an Olympic sport for them. <laughs> that shit is an Olympic event. You know what I mean? Niggas can't take niggas nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> But look, July just feels white. So, and I heard about this like three years ago. Because a motherfucker really got like t-shirts that say happy white history month. I thought about it like that don't bother me. I don't know about other people, cause like I'm so I I know these crackers is tired of hearing about Black History Month. Cause I don't give a fuck about Black History Month. God, it comes February. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, fuck it, February. Uh, Martin Luther King Day is like the beginning of the end for these motherfuckers. They're like, damn it, well, we get a day off. Like, that's holiday. That's the city. Look at that shit. Like, all right, way to go. We have a dream too, brother. Right? As soon as that shit is over. As soon as they announced the Juneteenth was a. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, was white a folks was damn. losing their mind. And you know what? I don't blame them, bro. We so late with information. And you know, Juneteenth only took place in Texas. Juneteenth was originated in Texas and only took place in Texas. It's just a bunch of pandering white liberals wanted to take the holiday and say, here, blacks, we got a celebration for you. Your own Independence Day. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Sick of it. Tired of it. Let's give a round of applause um, to the caucasoids out there. You white colonizers. It's your month. We'll celebrate it. All the gay shit, real shit, all real talk, all the gay shit is a thing of the past. Thing of the past. I don't even want to see the flag anymore. I want to see red, <laughs> white, and blue everywhere I go, right? I want to see rednecks. I'd rather see a Confederate fucking flag than see these rainbow flags. I know that's a radical approach to this shit, but I don't give a fuck. I'm sick of it. Bring the bring the good old boys back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring the good old boys back. They ain't having that. They're like, what's that? What's that? A, a, a Skittles bag? Get that flag down right away. Get them colors off my flag. Word up. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the spanky, the double barrel. Pull out that spanky. You better know. Put one in you like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> These fucking colorful parasites out here just destroying the country. But anyway, um, outside of my little... I wouldn't say that's homophobic per se. Cause there ain't nothing about gays that I'm afraid of. It's a, <laughs> it's a time where y'all had your fun, march along. Don't worry, I feel the same way about Black History Month. Niggas always want to talk about the past and everything. Ain't got shit going on in the present, and ain't playing nothing for the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I'm with that shit. So white folks, y'all get to celebrate y'all history. I don't want to hear nothing about no white supremacists. I don't want to hear nothing about no Klansmen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nothing about the real good old boys. You know, niggas burning cross in your front yard. That's how they used to welcome blacks in the neighborhood. <laughs> I found out why they did it, and it just me. It's just fucked up. Like when, like when a black person moves into a neighborhood and shit, they'll they'll burn a cross in front of their house just to let them know, like, yeah. 
going on here. Right. <laughs> Shout I don't say too kind. To, yeah, kind. I forgot what uh, show that was, but the dude, there's a dude from Breaking Bad. You ever seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. The older guy who's the uh, hitman and shit. Mm-hmm. He was in the uh, old show on FX, and it was like from down south and shit. But he was hella racist, yo. He was like. He's like, yo, the black guy, he served in the war and shit, you feel me? So he came in, you know, the white folks back in the day, they they still respected the uniform and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So they just had to tolerate the Negro with, with color and stripes and shit coming into the store. And the old white guy, that, that guy, Jonathan Banks, that's his name. Mm-hmm. He walked in, he's like, what you doing in this store, boy? He said, I'm purchasing some items. He is like, not here. He's like, I don't know what they let you do over there, but you in Mississippi now, nigga. I was just like, yo, I'm done, dude. I can't do this shit. He said that shit with, with Glee, too, man. Like, he said it too natural. Like, yeah, this he had to act for that. Yeah, he's a real racist. I'm like, yo, this is a real. He's a, <clears throat> let me call my agent real quick. I, I get to say what? He's a, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go over this with my lawyer. <laughs> he, he, you know how he's white too. Ironclad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me go over my attorney. Uh, let me go over Man, fact, He was the one cutting it, directing it. Mm-hmm. Saying cut. Oh, we got to go over this again. I got <laughs> to put, put a little bit more emphasis on the R. A little bit more twang on the Just R. Like, he's like, he, nah, but the funny thing was, he didn't say nigger. He said, he said it, he said it with an AR. You ever heard like a, how a country? Nah, he was like, he's like, I don't know what they got you doing over there, but you yeah, in Mississippi now, nigga. <laughs> he said it like that. I'm like, yeah, this guy is too accurate. He, yeah. It wasn't too, I, I wasn't really a. The director was like, yo. We got the first tape. This is like the 30th shot. No. He's like, I need extras. <laughs> He's like, I need something for the extra. Yeah, man, I don't I like that I shit. I don't think I quite tapped into the, the the persona. Yeah, but just <laughs> this, this, this the reality, right? Like, all right, so the it's like three Bs, right? Broads, just average bitches. They're not bad, but they're nothing special either. But unfortunately, they have the mindset of being better than what they really are. Bimbos are community property. Um, Bimbos are the human batons passed around everywhere she goes. Bimbos are, like you mentioned, Amber Rose, the slut walkers, these fucking cat wearing, these cat hat wearing hoes. You know what I mean? Um, Tommy Lauren, another white trash bimbo, former so-called conservative woman. And that's another thing. Conservative women don't exist in this country. The idea of conservative women don't exist because a woman's always going to sexualize herself for attention. Don't matter if she's if she's putting out pussy or not. Some women just they know that sexualizing themselves will get them attention. So they don't even have to be hoes, but they're spiritually harlots. You know what I mean? Like these are spirited Jezebel type of whores, right? Bozo bitches. You find bozo bitches in college parties. You find um, bozo bitches at Bed Bath and Beyond. You find bozo bitches at Starbucks. You find bozo bitches with her her nagging ass because she most of these bitches be single mothers, right? So they'll they'll go places publicly and they're loud. They yell at the children publicly. Cuss them out, especially the blacks. Like what an embarrassment! Kids' nose all snotty. Wipe the fucking kids' nose. Dirty bitch, like yo, this they just run around. They let them run around, do what they want, and then wait for them to knock some shit over and break something, and then get mad. 
walking paychecks. You let the little, yeah, you let the little rug rat run around at, at Walmart, Kmart, wherever you go, whatever mart there is out there. Kicking and crying and yeah. yelling and shit. Like, yo, take that, take that shit to Section 8, ho. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to say that shit here. Meanwhile, you got your bonnet on FaceTime. Yeah, yeah exactly. And this shit like, Fucking whores, dude. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of these bitches, man. I don't care how this comes across. To be honest with you. Because these bitches are out of pocket, bro. Man, man, so bad. Then be a fucking mother. Yeah, take care of, take care of Tay-Tay, Riri, Man-Man, Twan, Quan. John-John. John-John. Uh, all these niggas, man. And it's always one It's always one of the children that got like a biblical name. Like, and Nathaniel. What the fuck is this nigga yeah, named right? Nathaniel for? He got a brother named Quan. <laughs> <laughs> brother named Berserk. There's no Jacob. There's no Joseph. There's no Matthew. There's no other kind. There'd be one biblical motherfucker, and he's the baddest one too. God knows he ain't shit. He's the ringleader. He's a red word up. He, you know, he ain't shit, man. He just out here acting up. And look, that's that's the that's the reaction. Can name be Jehoshaphat? <laughs> and I don't even want to talk about these so-called black names, LaQuisha, LaTweek. We don't, not all black people agree with that. Like, that's a lot. I would make these people change their names. Like, bitch, who the fuck? Like, like LaQuisha, I think there was one, there's one bitch that I used to work with. I forgot what they called her. It was the worst. It's like the most stereotypical like when white people hear it, I expect white people to make fun of me. I'm offended if white people don't make fun of me. Like don't try to act all tolerant. You know this shit sound ghetto, nigga. You don't know. You know what even, I'm saying? They, like, even if they can hold up the act in the store, you better believe it. as soon as they smirking. get out the store. Yeah, as yeah. soon as they get Kawanji. What the fuck is that dude? Kawanji with this these blacks. That's how they talk. These blacks. I mean, what can I say? These blacks. But um and another thing I wanted to bring up there's a theme on TikTok and it's like a subgenre and it's like hoes what it is is hoes hooping and hollering for husbands and it's it's like ran down despicable disenfranchised irresponsible illiterate dumb retarded kindergarten education having bitches no type of vocabulary whatsoever they go on TikTok they about 28 they like 28 through I'll be reasonable like 35. Any bitch that's past 35 talking and shit, like, you need to be excommunicated, like, from everybody. <laughs> you need to learn your lesson. Like, you need isolation. See, because guys, guys know about isolation or like solitude to mm-hmm. an extent. Women don't understand that. Like, what, solitude to a woman is like solitary confinement. It's like, yeah. it's like a prison, it's like a prison sentence to a bitch to where she gotta, she actually has to. Be face by herself, herself. yeah. Face, face herself, herself in the mirror, yep. and that and, and take accountability for what's something they don't do. Mm-hmm. Bitches are irresponsible. Like I said, I don't, I don't give a fuck how this sounds. Bitches know they ain't shit. I'm not telling them something new. Mm-hmm. It's just if a bitch got a nice ass, she got a nice ass. Like that's that's how I look at it. I compartmentalize these bitches. <laughs> they're just they're just hunks of attractive flesh with a bum spirit, with with a peasant mindset. You know what I mean? She's a beautiful bum. That's most bitches. <laughs> she got nothing to offer besides pussy. She's already giving out. Mm-hmm. Bitch ain't putting pussy on layaway. She ain't saving it for nobody. She giving it out. So you gonna be the last? It'll be the one guy who who catch feelings for the bitch and and, and does withstands all the bullshit. Like you're a cuck. 
seek forgiveness, nigga. Like that's disgusting, man. No excuse. <laughs> and it be and it be people that tell him the whole time, like, bro, you don't want to deal with her. Nah, man, she's something. She's different. She different, man. That's why I bring ice cubes too. Real <laughs> niggerous shit. Keep my beer cold. But that's that's the problem with these these fucking men. Like, ain't nobody sit back telling them like, yo, the girl you dealing with, <clears throat> she a hoe. Like, you know what I mean, like nobody gonna sit back and tell them. Because, you know, guys, they like, nah, nah, man, yo, they make up the dumbest excuses, Let's, like, like, he'll say some shit like, um, like some gay shit, too, like, she understands me, I'm never talking, any guy that talks like that around me, excommunicated, you a faggot to me, I'm not talking to you anymore, <laughs> and you're not even, you're not even a gay faggot, like, you're, you're a weak, you're a bundle of sticks, you're a faggot, you're a fragile, you're not worth giving advice to, like. She, she yeah, you gotta like, you gotta let niggas suffer, bro. She gets me. You, you ever had like a friend, right? And like they, they, you have a friend like who never. It's not that they, like like they never get pussy. It's just it rarely comes across them, right? Mm -hmm. And you know they're weak, so they try to hold on to whatever masculinity they have left. But then, like a week, a month into a relationship, you don't hear from mm -hmm. him anymore. You don't see him. You're like, yo, what happened to this? Go on this bitch's Facebook, like, this nigga everywhere, Coney Island. These niggas, every, like, and and he's weak. He's a bum. He's he, he lost his soul. Like, he has no manhood anymore. He's smiling, cheesing, and shit. He doing paragraph, uh, Facebook posts. Bum, right? And then what happens is he he has. He's giving up too much of himself to the woman. So the woman figures him out mm -hmm. and goes, oh, I know everything about him now. He already said everything. And then lose, res not even get bored, lose respect. She'll lose respect <laughs> for that nigga. And then go fuck with somebody else while still fucking with the nigga. Just to have something to bounce back on. Because mm -hmm. bitches, they're just monkey branch of hoes, right? They're chimpanzees. <laughs> they go from one branch to another. They don't. Like how a chimpanzee doesn't swing from one branch to the ground. He's always reaching to suffer something else while mm -hmm. in the in the middle. That's a that's a hoe. That's a modern day woman. <laughs> Fuck it. That's a modern day bitch. And all you hoes out there that complain, don't get mad at me. Seek therapy. Seek God. Or seek whatever the fuck is out. Seek Buddha. Seek Allah. Seek whatever floats your boat, bitch. I want to hear about your problems. Sick and tired of these bitches. They come in with complaints. How is it that, like, think about it, like, somebody hires you, like, you, you're going for a job, somebody hires you, you come in, and you give them demands. Like, yeah, I expect to get paid this much. Oh, y'all get paid two weeks? Now I want every week. You know what I mean? I want this. And I'll be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'll hire, I'll hire Juan, I'll hire Julio, pay him a lot less, and they'll be here on time. That's how I look at it. Get these. And there was this video, this Dylan Mulvaney guy, he was talking about how, um, he saw about how he felt harassed and how he felt like, um, you know, it was unfair for him and Bud Light because they didn't represent him. They didn't represent him the right way. Nigga, oh, oh, yeah, you don't yeah, even yeah. know. This guy doesn't even know what the fuck he is and talking about representation. Nigga, suck a dick. Sick and tired of these fruits, man. I'm tired of it. Nah, bro. Nigga don't shit like that. Kiss a girl. Not even. Like, you just, it's just suck a dick and die happy. How about that? Enjoy life. Suck a dozen of dicks. 
a fucking AIDS infested cock and die slowly in your sleep. That's how I feel about it. Because these motherfuckers are useless. Just like these women. Oh, y'all were all on board with, oh, these oh trans trans women are women. Remember that shit? Remember that horse shit? Wait till these bitches now. Oh, they're in their sports. They blowing us out in the sports. They showing up to YMCA with their dick swinging. And now y'all want to complain. We got to do something. Bitch, you on your own. Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Fuck everybody in your family. You're on your own, bitch. The end. All right? That's how I look at it. These hoes are legitimately on their own. I don't think they realize it, but it's it's how uh, what Kevin Samuel say uh, he did. Um, what Kevin Samuel say uh, winter is coming. Oh, winter is it, summer is here, bitch. It, you ain't gonna have money for the rent. You gonna have to sell pussy. You have no choice. And most of y'all bitches don't got what it takes. You're physically useless. You know what I mean? Physically worth nothing. And you'll remain that way. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because those cunts, those feminists that tell you that you're beautiful no matter what, you're strong and independent no matter what, most of them bitches got kids. Oh, all the single ladies, independent girl, all this shit, Beyonce, she's married. Cardi B, I don't cook, I don't clean. Oh, she married. You a worthless hoe. You don't got nobody but your own guilt without any accountability without anything to show for it besides ran through pussy with mileage on top of mileage on top of mileage, STD on top of STD on top of STD. All right, HP, <laughs> HP levels is off, bitch. Bitch got HP levels of a swamp. Filthy, swamp-worthy cunt that these bitches don't clean properly. I'm sick of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta rant every once in a while. I hear these stupid, goofy, retarded, useless, sloppy, discombobulated, disproportionately fit ass whores talk about, oh, a real man should have this. A real man should have that. Bitch, a real woman shouldn't be shit like a vending machine. How about that? <laughs> a real woman shouldn't be shit like a fucking beanbag. A woman shouldn't be shaped like a fucking Toyota, a, 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 a fucking Tundra. You know what I mean? Bitch, shouldn't be shaped like that. But y'all get away with it. Oh, I'm beautiful. I'm a 10 on the inside. Bitch, you a, you a 10 on a fucking Richter scale, bitch. You're fat. You walk places, floor shakes. Okay? You you don't even walk. Ho, you wobble. Get out of here. You're useless. No worth. Like, yo, you see these fat bitches, right? And always be like a nigga that get out of jail, right? It be niggas that get out of jail. <laughs> it be niggas that get out of jail. They need, yeah, they need shelter. They need a warm meal. <laughs> and they got these desperate, simple-minded, filthy, fat, tipping-the-scale-ass bitches that allow these men to come in, eat their food. They got kids. They eating all the, 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 they eating all the, the snacks. They eating, like, drinking all the Capri Suns. Drinking all the Sunny D's, Capri Suns, like, out of, gone. <laughs> eating the cereal. He ain't contributing, but he got shelter, and that bitch is getting dick. He getting, she he giving up desperate dick. Like his shit is half, his shit is like half functioning because the bitch is that ugly. But he needs to shelter. He out here popping blue diamonds just to stay in that. <laughs> so you already know niggas ain't worth shit. But that's that's how it is. 
who, who can you blame? I don't blame anybody. Bitch is useless. Nigga just got out of jail. You know what I mean? Nine times out of ten, given his activity and what he did, he gonna be back in another nine fucking months, bro. Like that's that's how statistics work. You don't want to hear it. People don't want to hear it. That's the reality, right? They're not rehabilitating niggas in jail. They're turning them into savages. <laughs> By the time they come out, they're just more organized. They're organized criminals. When I first got, it's like niggas that go, yeah, when I got locked up, I didn't know anybody. I was scared. I'm doing this. I was doing that. Then talking to these niggas three months out. Yeah, I had a blade of nigga because uh, motherfuckers stepped mm-hmm. up the wrong way. You know, I was shit. Like, niggas, is, niggas turn into animals. And I get it, cause I ain't get, I ain't going to jail and being a hoe. I'm stabbing the first nigga that look at me funny. I wanted to be known. I'm cutting niggas. I'm doing everything that needs to be done in order to survive, nigga. That's real shit. That's fun. You know what I mean? Niggas ain't niggas ain't niggas ain't turning me to a honey bun exchange. That ain't happening whatsoever. I knew niggas that you know really on that on that flagrant sweet shit, you know what I mean? Real zesties, savory behavior by these men. I ain't with it. I'll stab a nigga. Niggas full of fructose, man. Cut a nigga's dick clean off, bro. I don't give a fuck, bro. If it's about survival, it's about survival. All these other people, you know, they get locked up. Oh, yeah, you know, I was doing this and that. Stories come out when they get out. Mm -hmm. Niggas was booty bandits behind the scenes, man. Shit real filthy, man. Niggas get disowned for that, man. <laughs> Word up. Niggas get disowned for that. You can't come back. You can't come back to the hood. <laughs> like your, your car has been provoked. Your, your, your car has been suspended indefinite. Nigga, like, get out. Pack it up. Go to, go to, go to the, um, Montana. He was out there getting tossed around like a volleyball, bro. Selling <laughs> just get... for cigarettes. Like, these niggas just filthy, hey, bro. They out there hustling boy booty. Like, that's disgusting. And this one white guy, this is one white guy who got a YouTube channel. He from uh, from Virginia and shit. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about being held up. Because he got locked up when he was 17 for like, I think his boy got charged for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And he was in the car with him. So they charged him the same as, as the motherfucker with him. So he had to do he had to do a stretch like two years in juvie and then went right to the big house. And he was telling he was talking about how they had they had transformers transformers been in there, but they had they had one dude. Um, he called him Cherry and shit. He had the uh, he had the Shawn Michaels shorts on. He used to walk around with the Shawn Michaels <laughs> boy toys. He had the boy toy shorts on, walking around switching. And um, one of the guys he said he was with, like, yeah, we gonna smash that. <laughs> Motherfuckers is gay. Yo, the way they said it, he's like, yeah, you see that right there? Damn, we finna smash that. I'm like, yo, disgusting, bro. On some uh, real fleece white white boys on some fleece Johnson shit, bro. They see that. They they said they see that. Um, what do they call it? They said boy pussy. I cried. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he out there spreading that boy pussy. We gonna sell him. Yeah, they they sell them. They extort them. That's what they deserve. You out here? You want to hit and switch? That's why they got mm-hmm. the um, the trans men that are women. They lock them up in a regular prison. Man, them niggas me have a field day with that bitch. Man. <laughs> They gonna they gonna make a lot of money out of her. That's com- that's a commodity. You know what I mean? Plus, boy, they, they, that nigga said booty's like water. Yo, they had that um 
they messed up. But it was in Jersey. It was at Edna. They put the one trans in there. Ended up getting a couple, couple of bitches pregnant. And then in the women's facility. Shooting the club up. He in there shooting the club up, man. Despicable. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what y'all get. Now, y'all have, like, imagine a prison. Like, they just kill each other. You just have a prison with just them in it. Just put the gays in one spot. And then, and then like, I'd have, instead of prison guards, I'd just have, like, German shepherds and pit bulls. Just, and, like, bull terriers. Just, just, just sick them on. <laughs> Time for the showers. They come in. They come in, get ready to take a shower. Just let off, like, like, like five pit bulls and just lock the door. You know what I mean? Hey. Hopefully they bite your dick off because y'all get caught fucking here. We hanging y'all niggas. <laughs> Word up. We treating y'all like Texas. <laughs> Hang them high. String another one up. We'll put a rainbow flag next to you too, nigga. We commemorate you, you fucking sissy. <laughs> every, every, every Sunday, I have a, like a ceremony. And it just like, you just pick like five of them, you know, rainbow zombies. They're not important. They're not produ- they're not producing anything. Like they're not useful. But anyway, you take them. You know what I mean? You just round them up, like like old like German Nazi days. They just have <laughs> just have like flagpoles and just hang them and then put the uh, put the pride flag next to them. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Y'all ain't producing kids. Y'all want to corrupt kids so they can't produce kids. You're scum. That's how I look at them. At this point, I don't give a fuck about them. Fuck their mothers, fuck their families, fuck the God they pray to, because they ain't praying to the most high living like that. Can't. Can't. They've got all these Bati boys and shit. Oh, I'm a pastor. No, you are. You're you're an agent of Satan, nigga. That's what you are. <laughs> fuck out of here. You go to the churches, they got all the all the flags and shit, and it's like. Like, where's the Baphomet statue at? You niggas are demons, bro. I'm not supporting this shit. I don't care. I don't care how people look at it. You got one of them shits right up the street, bro. Bro, my my this town, bro. Funny as hell, yo. Yo, my town. Rainbow zombies, bro. It's a it's a zombie, it's a zombie paradise out there. They got one building. They got the it got the American flag. No, it got the rainbow flag up top, the BLM flag underneath it, and the yeah, American flag. flag. I said to myself, now I understand why white people are racist. I get it now. Fuck it. I understand it. I don't support it, but I understand it. <laughs> Fuck that shit, bro. This ain't a Skittles country. Why we gotta have all these fucking colors for, man? I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. Then he got the red, white, and blue flag. They try to put all the rainbows and shit on it. I swear, if I ever see that, I'm burning. <laughs> oh, God, I'm burning that shit. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to jail. And I'm and I'll be honest, like, yeah, hey, did you yeah, burn? Niggas need to come up with the uh, heterosexual flag, bro. Nah. I'm, not even, I'm not even with it. Nah, I'm, I'm with it, bro. I, I, <laughs> I, I look at it as if it ain't red, white, and blue, I don't want to see it, bro. And and I rather look Puerto Rican flag, red, white, and blue. Costa Rican Costa Rican flag, red, white, red, white, and blue. Confederate flag, red, white, and blue. Haitian Rainbow flag. shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Haitian, Dominican. Red, white, blue. Autumn Kings. Pretty much. <laughs> Besides Mexican, they don't count. Yeah. But other than that, I don't want to see that. Uh, this ain't. This ain't. I don't want to see a bag of Skittles on a fucking flag, right? I don't want to see Starburst flag. I don't want to see um, slushy flag. I don't want to see a Sour Patch Kids flag. I don't want to see none of that shit. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. Yo, that's that's 
another reason why I also think that that one shooting at that gay club that supposedly happened a couple years ago, it wasn't really as it seemed because they would have been brought that shit back up every chance they could. That may, but then again, that may have been something that actually happened. Meaning that's something that actually took place that they didn't help organize, which is why they probably don't want to talk about it. Because if you see everything else, they seem to have a pretty good. They seem to have pretty good information about it. Like they know what's taking place. Uh, when you they, know, the 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 Orlando should reflect. Yeah, the Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. You, no, you, it's just one of the things that happened, but you don't hear about. Yeah, because it because it, it probably really <laughs> happened. Like it probably really took place, and they had nothing to do with covering that up. That's like when that's like when they talked about uh anything with the capital city. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like the left's main device against Trump. You had all these radical Republicans going into the Capitol building. Oh yeah, you had all these radical Black Lives Matter, all these radical Antifa marching in Minneapolis, destroying property in New York City, destroying property in Philadelphia. But the list goes actually, on. But you ask if you actually look at the tapes and everything, bro. A lot of them were being let in by police. Yeah, no, it's organized. <laughs> they should have. They they had leaked uh, an ad by George Soros himself, uh, organizing volunteers for. for, the, uh, for I think they called it demonstration training or some shit like that. So this already been leaked. Twenty twenty. Now Facebook tried to cover its tracks because all of them are a bunch of, um, Zucker Cuck, uh, Meta Mafia members that want to cover up for uh, the small hat people and the Monopoly boys and the Bagel boys and the Dreidel Mafia. But that's fine. That's cool. Uh, it happened. They organized it. The bricks, all of that during the sites of where the shit happened. They seen it. They had white people, these fucking Caucasoid Antifa zombies out here spraying Black Lives Matter everywhere. And then saying, oh, well, the blacks did it. Like, no, we, we saw... A oh, group yeah. of whites mm-hmm. with black on spray paint and BLM, mm-hmm. but people are too stupid. Yeah, and they them dumbass Negroes look at them as allies. Them Antifa niggas don't give a fuck about you. You just a part of the program. You just so the guy, yeah, they were throwing that shit around like it was Antifa. This, yeah, they just they put you a part of the program, and they and they use you, and they'll use you like a token nigger when they need to. Oh well, we got a black person. We not racist. Uh, white folks always do that shit. People that go, oh, I got black friends. Yeah, those are the ones. No, I, it's not even that. It's just, <coughs> and I don't believe that they're the ones that are racist necessarily. I believe that once you participate with somebody and you're trying to prove to them that you're not racist, who gives a fuck what they think? <laughs> that's my that's my yeah, way of looking at it. That's like bitches that listen to this. Oh, you're misogynist. I don't give a fuck about you, your life, your mother. I don't. It don't matter to me what you think. You know what I mean? I still got my opinion. My opinion is just more factual than what these dumbass bitches talk about. And they they run off of, they vote off of, they function, and they lie off of emotions. That's all they got. They all got feelings. They got nothing factual. Most of them. They don't got nothing. Zero conversational value. Like their basis of conversation has no substance. Like bitches aren't even, I don't even think they're intellectually advanced for those, I, I really feel this way. They're not advanced enough for those conversations. Or it just doesn't interest them 
to where they would actually sit back and, and conversate and, and actually have something meaningful to talk about. Besides makeup, fucking um, Celebrity Housewives. Um, uh, what was that other show? VH1 shit. Codathon. Um, the fucking... They out there shucking and jiving every fucking episode. I love hip-hop shit. Love hip-hop. Come on, man. Come on, man. Motherfuckers don't got time for you looking at that shit. I remember... Um, this one bitch I, I dealt with, she was a piece of shit. But she would watch these... Um, she would watch these fucking killer documentaries and shit. Documentaries about like serial killers and all this other shit, like uh-huh. Jeffrey Dahmer and all this, like, um, like crime investigation channel ass bitch. And I asked the bitch one day, like, why do you watch it? Like, what's the, what's the fascination behind it? Oh, it's just an escape, you know. Like any bitch that uses an excuse like that, like you're a psychopath. There's no other way to judge <coughs> at that point. It's just an escape. That's like, that's like asking. That's asking like somebody like who's in the military for like twenty five years like how was how was how was the military like how did you feel about it oh it was all right it was just an escape like nigga you caught forty five bodies you know what I'm saying like you got some form of PTSD somehow I think every person that been into the military because I know people that never even seen combat they've been in military and they came back on some not no I don't even want to really make a joke out of it nah, but they true. just they they never came back whatever they seen there it's like a part of them is stuck there like that's the way I look at PTSD or like when you deal with something that's so traumatic that that moment constantly lives with you so anything that you have before that during that time it's stuck in that situation like any innocence or anything like it's left there so you know when these people come back it's like yeah yeah I did uh I served 30 years. Like, it would be some random shit. I served 30 years. You know, it was just, you know, it was a breeze. It was a good time. Like, motherfucker talking mm-hmm. like, it was, um, what's the word I'm looking for that they use? It's exhilarating. Not even exhilarating. It was, um, oh, no, nah, it was educational. Like, yeah, you learn how to blow a nigga's head off from, like, 50 yards away. Congratulations, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. military, that's, that's where, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't say I don't support military because I do. I just have, I have a better, I have a better understanding of those in military than say those who are police officers, right? Because in the military, there's a, there's a worldly or global threat. So the people that they go after is always people that don't look like us unless they're going to Africa. And like I said before, may not sound good, but I don't know nothing about them niggas, so whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, they teaming up with China, I heard. From what I heard. Well, yeah, Africa teaming with China? Okay, bet. We got a, if we got a nuke, if we got a nuke, China and Africa, then fuck it, we'll nuke China and Africa. That's how I look at it. It's not the most, you know. If you look at, if you look at the Ukraine, they're pathetic. They're bums. They're weasels. Nobody likes them. The Sosinski, whatever, and fucking, I think he's like he's like Muslim or some shit too. He's Islamic, so he's a boom boom. He's a he's a secret organized tick tick boom boy. All those people 
they're not even like, we don't even look at them in this country. White people don't even look at them as white people. Did you know that? Like, think about it. How do you think white people in this country feel about Ukrainians or Russians? They don't, I, they, they're not, they're not identical because there's no nation involved with it. It's only an identity. Mm-hmm. Black folks are the only people that will say, oh, he's Haitian. Oh, he's black. Oh, he's African. Oh, he's black. He's Jamaican. Oh, he's black. He's from the Virgin Islands. He's black. Barbados. He's black. Mm-hmm. White person in America ain't saying, oh, he's Russian. Oh, he's white. He's one of us. They're like, no, he's a Russian. <laughs> but we don't know him like that. Only niggas, man. I'm telling you. The blacks. The blacks. Only the blacks. Oh, he from where? Oh, he dark skinned. He look like us. He a brother. No, he ain't. You don't know him. You ain't related to him. You dumb, idiotic nigga. I hate I hate that whole like bro, I'm serious. I, I despise people who with that whole like it's a false red, black, and green mentality, bro. Like niggas don't even know the full education of it. They just go along with it. Like, oh, the medallion looks cool. So I'm a Zulu. I'm a Zulu warrior now. No, you're not. Right? Like, I'm sick of that shit. Oh, you hope tap? Get the fuck out. Like, come on, man. You more? You, you know, you are more. Ain't the Moors. You know what I mean? You're, uh, what do they got? They got a sovereignty. Yeah, they traveling. You know what I mean? It's like black people, black people get away with it doing and being out of pocket bro like there's no reason for this many divisions within 13% of the country's population you ever thought about that white people got the advantage not not on not on an economic level but also when people talk about white supremacy mm-hmm. when I mention white supremacy I mean it in terms of a demographic they are the majority of the people in this country you know what I mean? So there is a form of white supremacy. It doesn't mean that superiority complex isn't a racist complex. It's just the fact that they are the ones that are the most populated in the country. So, of course, you have more doctors who are uh, white, police officers who are white, et cetera, et cetera. When niggas are only known for expiring to be basketball players and drug dealers, and there's no exception to the rule, right? Nigga, go, nigga becomes a doctor. Oh, this bum ass faggot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this nigga's a doctor. This nigga's a lawyer. Oh, this faggot sellout ass nigga. Like, that's the first thing a nigga jumped to. And then the people, the people who are the neighborhood superstars are what? Drug dealers. Real life, like, in in a reality, they're the real life coons, bro. Like, they're the real stereotypes that other white people want to look at us as. It's not. It's not the way. It's not the way that other people say it is. Where it's the nigga that's trying to the nigga that's spitting facts and talking about something different. Oh, they're not the coons. Those are niggas that people should listen to. But they they replaced it, and they made was ghetto. They glorified ghetto shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We uh, we, glor- we glorify the ghetto. Niggas leave the ghetto or niggas leave the community is looked at is shunned upon. Right, like. Like, how dare you go to a better community and have better opportunity and you actually and actually work for it? Nothing was handed to you. Motherfuckers get that welfare mindset. They used to get handed shit. They used to get handed shit. Unfortunately. And now how how can you tell a nigga? And I really thought about this one day, right? Because I used to hate and I'm going to be honest with you. When it came not to being black, 
but that that sort of responsibility that you gotta represent black. So you can't just like how white people, they're white. Oh, yeah. They don't represent white. They they're represent just white people. So yeah. if anything, they divide on a political level. Mm-hmm. They'll divide with a white person because they don't agree politically. Mm-hmm. Black folks ain't political, it's social and it's cultural. Where if you didn't grow up in the same sort of lifestyle that I grew up, then we can't relate. <coughs> you know what I mean? Bitch, lifestyle is block. Yeah. It's a right down the street. Coding. You know what I mean? Oh man, nigga ain't from this area. What you own on your neighborhood? Besides little shit, forty ounce materialism. That's like me. Only thing I got is beer. That's all I own. Oh, this ain't your block. White man own you. In that sense, the white man owns everybody, but there's not there's not a particular I don't look at that as race related because that white man today can easily be a black man that runs you. We got gatekeepers. Steve Harvey, he's a gatekeeper. Ricky Smiley, he's a gatekeeper. All these other rich boule, booty in the ass, <laughs> eyes wide shut parties in Atlanta ass niggas. They're gatekeepers. Yeah. They're just black. You know what I mean? Like Oprah, she's the queen bee with it. The original Queen Bee, fuck Beyonce. She original Queen Bee. She owned that she owns that elite level. Where she's a billionaire, she owns that elite level in Hollywood and entertainment. So she let whatever, like when she had the interview with Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle was talking about how motherfuckers was wearing dresses and shit. If you look at Oprah, you can tell, like, yeah, she wasn't with that. Because she's a part of that program. She's a part of that operation. <laughs> that ass. If you watch. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. For everybody out there that want to see it, Dave Chappelle, the interview with Oprah, when he talked about um, the pattern of men wearing dresses and how he was doing, um, he was doing in Blue Street. They wanted him to wear a dress. He was like, no, I ain't wearing no dress. They're like, come on, man. Everybody's doing it. At that time, I want to say Big Mama's House came out during that time or a little bit after that. Yeah. So it became a trend at that point. And then you had Ving Rhames. Then you had uh, Too Fine. What was that? Uh, Too Wan Fu. Too Wan Fu with uh, yeah. Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes and um, Patrick Swayze. Bati Boy activities. Yeah. Real despicable, animal-like, filthy Hollywood debauchery. Right? It's the only way. <laughs> Hollywood debauchery. And that's how they got in. And Dave Chappelle was like, yeah, I never understood that. I didn't want nothing to do with it. And the whole meaning of it was, they already had a script for him. If he if he didn't if he didn't do it, so they already knew that nine times out of ten he wouldn't went along with it. But other people, <clears throat> Kevin Hart, oh, yeah. Saturday Night Live with the blue dress on, looking like a hoe, nigga. Like you 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 should be right next to RuPaul. You fucking sellout. Sick of them. None of these niggas get point get called out either. They're the real sellouts. Even with on Jamie Foxx and Little Color. Oh, Jamie Foxx been on some fruity shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He been a booty banner. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, hold up. You know, he 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 been he been in that he been in that world, man. Imagine, yo, just think about it, bro. Like, like imagine how much butt Jamie Foxx had to give up, right? Imagine how much butt. Jamie Foxx had to give up for a fucking booty call, bro.
remember Booty Call? Like oh, that yeah, was his. Yeah, yeah. That was like his little his little blockbuster right there. That kind of that kind of like really kicked off his like movie thing, right? Because yeah. he was just doing stand up. But just think, like he been on some fruity shit. That no, for sure, get his own show. Yeah, he gave up the butt. Look at um. He gave up the butt and the throat, nigga. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, you the shit you call what, Jimmy Give, Fox? Giving up the hiney hole. Yuck. Kosher <laughs> bun. Oh. oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, um, you know, Quincy, Quincy Jones and shit. Oh, had yeah, that, that fucking freak. <laughs> no, yeah. you know what, though? I'm going to tell you something real shit. I respect. I'm going to tell you why I respect Quincy Jones, right? <laughs> So a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people don't know, and um, you know a lot of the whites respect Quincy Jones because he did a, he produced a lot of um, like Frank Sinatra shit. So he was he was with like the Rat Pack and Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin, I'm all sure these alcoholics was. at that time. Sucking them off too, <laughs> probably because <laughs> niggas. But but his like he had this. Uh, this is guy Artie Lang and shit. He used to be a no. I, I, yeah. He he worked with him when he did Mad TV because Quincy Jones that was that was like a little bit of Quincy Jones uh, magic okay. with Mad TV, and he was talking about how he would go to work and he'd be sitting down and he'd just be talking about random shit and somebody mentioned him. I think Artie was like, "Yeah, my mom wanted to know about um, Frank Sinatra because that was when he had like dementia and shit." He like, "Yeah, man, that motherfucker, you can't that nigga can't remember shit, man." Fucking with them bitches, some old bitches got them worms. <laughs> He's easy, can't be fucking with old bitches. <laughs> old bitches give you worms. I'm telling you, right after thirty, get rid of them. He just said it straight up. After thirty, get rid of them. And he just and Artie was just talking about how he had to go to the bathroom because he couldn't stop laughing because he had all the girls that ran into the bathroom and started crying. Oh, and he shit. was talking about he was in the he was in the men's bathroom, like crying and laughter and shit. Like yeah, yeah. What's it called? Quincy Jones. Shout out, dude. Yo, that nigga is a, a stone cold. Stone cold booty bandit. And, and look, gold dust. These niggas out here. <laughs> Niggas out here like gold dust, man. Wild, wild zesty, wild shiesty, okay? That's the booty banding anthem. That's like the niggas that come into jail. Oh, man. Fresh meat. Who we got here? Fresh fish. <laughs> Fresh fish. Where you from, nigga? <laughs> Beat down. They beat him up first, then they beat him up. Pop him in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy, I forgot. Yeah, there's this one Hebrew Israelite nigga, right? <laughs> and um, he was talking about how like in like Hollywood, like they, they had like the little sex parties and shit. Like the way he was talking about it. I guess he had like beef with Nelly or some shit. But <laughs> He had he had beef with Nelly. Fuck the video. He ain't gonna go through it because there's enough shit I got to talk about, right? So he was talking about that. I used to listen to this nigga like, and honestly, to be real with you, I don't believe that those are real Jews. I'll, I'll say it because the Bible says that there'll be a there'll be there'll be those who who claim that religion is Jewish, but it's from the synagogue of Satan, and I think it's reference to those people. <laughs> I really do. I'm not joking. Anti-Semitic, call what you want. I don't give a fuck. Right? That's just yeah. how I look at it. 
And they got blacks in Africa that are like in Ethiopia that are considered the original Jews. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. So there is there is substance to that, but the way they go about doing things, you know, white people are the devil and all that. It's a little extreme, but it is what it is. But anyway, he he was talking about how like Nelly, like all these people go to the sex parties. He's like. He's like illiterate too. He can't. He can't like the some of the shit he says. <laughs> some of the shit he says makes no sense. He's like, he's like, what you think these people did out there at ATA? I mean ATL, Atlanta. He said, he said it. He said Atlanta. I got to make sure I'm still recording because this is some funny shit. Because I never, I've never addressed this on a podcast before. But he's like, what you think goes on in Atlanta? He's like, boy, I'll tell you. There's a lot of freaky shit going on down there. <laughs> he is like, he is like, look at Pete Diddy for example. He's another bisexual homo. Uh, and, like the terms he would use made no sense, but that shit <laughs> yeah, in tears, bro. I was in tears. He, he is like, he's like, look at Pete Diddy. Another bisexual homo <laughs> with nothing, and he's like, he, he's like, well, he would talk about uh, Kurt Franklin, like, yo, he would, he would roast Kurt. He's like, what type of man? He's like, <laughs> he said, he said, think about this, what type of man on God's green earth needs foundation on before he goes out on stage? He doing nothing but hitting and switching like a hoe. I was just like, yeah, I'm fucking dead, bro. He's like, these niggas, he's like, he's like, these brothers on a pathway to destruction. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he was talking about the bitches too. He's like, look at the women. How you think they come up? They got to see the big wig, Oprah. <laughs> he said, Oprah. They gotta see. They gotta check in them with the big wig. Some of the top ones, entertainment. He was like, he was like Ellen generously. <laughs> He's like, Ellen, Ellen generously. I'm fucking dead. He was Ellen like, generously. he said some shit like Ellen generously and all them other people. He's like, and then you gonna meet Queen Latifah. She gonna run in you with a strap on. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I can't listen to this anymore. I said, like, I can't listen to this anymore. I'm done. But but apparently. Apparently he he had he had made a demo um, for like the same label that Prince was under, whatever that fucking label was, and Prince and hit what he said allegedly stole his music. So he's like he's like yeah look at listen to these old school brothers. He's like <laughs> he's like listen to these old school brothers. The Morris days, the Prince. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like, Morris Day in the time, Prince, that's my shit. But look at him, thieves. He's like, he's like, servants of Satan. I'm like, yeah, I use that shit ever since. These niggas are servants of Satan, man. Absolutely despicable. Little like rainbow bandits, you know, booty boys. Ray J, I think Ray J called them, uh, Ray J, he had a, he had a beef. This is another funny story. Ray J had a beef with Fabulous for some reason. Actually, he had a beef with Fabulous, P. Diddy, and 50 Cent at all once. But niggas don't know that Ray J, like, official, like, he pyro. Like, these people back in, like, Carlson, mm-hmm. California, like, he really, like, he linked up with, like, Wack 100, like, real shit. Oh, word, he's word. more official than the game, nigga. I'm not even joking. No, no. Like, he's more tapped in, like, dead ass. So, <laughs> I guess niggas don't. Niggas. Niggas was slept on the yeah, like, yo. yo dude. I'm like, yo, they slept on Ray J? Like, yo, damn. They, they didn't know what they was fucking with. Man, he said he pulled back up to the party. He's like, yo, y'all gonna disrespect me like that, yo? 
He's like, yo, for real, like with Fabulous, I think Fabulous like mushed him. Like, nigga, fuck out of here. <laughs> Fabulous, you know, Fabulous, he a crip on the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll shoot a nigga. So he pushes, pushes him. He's like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. And uh, he's like, yo, man, he's like, I let that nigga ride my car and let him pop my top. Like, nigga, gay. That's <laughs> gay as hell, nigga. He said it like, he's like, he's like, yo, I let the nigga, I let the nigga ride the, uh, <laughs> I forgot what fucking car it was, but the way he said it had me in tears, bro. He's like, he said, yeah, let the nigga drive a car, bro. You know what I mean? Let the nigga pop my top. Ride my whip, man. Can't disrespect me like that. And then he was like, and then like, you know, Charlamagne, the guy that's on Breakfast Club, because you know, Charlamagne, coon of, of the century, the hot sauce, the interview where Hillary Clinton had the hot sauce in her purse. Big The big energy. Yeah. <laughs> heavy. Heavy. Bati maniac. Booty bandit. Heavy on the white sauce. Booty man. <laughs> <laughs> Booty butthole man. All right. Despicable. The same, the same, the same Charlemagne, by the way. If you have, if, if you having a problem, whether the vote for me or Donald Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> Same nigga that was told that. Charlemagne is a shoe shiner. Okay, <laughs> he's a lawn jockey. All right, that's, what the, that's some real racism shit, right? Like that's like he's a lawn jockey shoe shiner. He's a Harlem shoe shiner in the '30s. He's a servant to the whites, white liberals. They ain't they ain't even cut him a check. Like here, man. They give him some pennies. Watch him tap dance, man. You don't even gotta. You ain't gotta give him much. They didn't even give it to him. They threw it on the ground. Yeah, pick it up, <laughs> monkey. <laughs> pick it up, you monkey. <laughs> yeah, why is it so funny to talk about racism? Like, I sit back sometimes and run there. Like, it's something wrong with me because, like, to me, like that's funny. Like, like when I used to, I think it was like Mississippi burning. Like they said nigger, like at least. 80 times <laughs> and they said it was so they said it was so much freedom like you can't do that today like he was like Damn, even a black person nowadays don't be saying that shit <laughs> that, that yeah, yeah, like, what they die during the, the, the script producer dude was trying to get some shit off them I say I have to say at least five different racial slurs a day that's how I get oh, through yeah, that's how like in my mind I achieve something <laughs> like like, yeah, I feel you with you that. Feel, I'm not even. I'm I, not even no, trying to I, be funny. Like, I literally feel that way, like, because I deal with white people on a day to day basis. So it's like they're tolerable, but they're still honkies, right? So like every once in a while, like I'll just be around them and they'll just start talking about something random. I just look at them like, oh yeah, oh, that's mm -hmm. crazy. Look, yeah, that's crazy. I just walk away. That's why I do the mm -hmm. most of them. Because um, like I said, I don't. I can. I can. I can be. I guess tolerate, but I don't. I don't. Bro, I, don't I, just, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want. I, don't want, I keep to be. my earbuds in. I work with lazy white people, lazy Mexicans, and lazy blacks. So I got none of the slurs all day, bro. I feel like yo, I, it'll be like sometimes I got to sit like yo, if I yo, if see like different part of the day, I'm a racist. To the Look, most of my shit is towards white people. And I, I realized and I came to terms with it and it has nothing to do with race, really. It's like their values. And then I broke it down. It's, it's political beliefs. 
Like these 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 sassy niggas want want the boys out here parading and girls out here parading. They want the uh, the drag queens to come into the schools and give the bedtime stories. There's white people that ain't they ain't with that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's white people that got guns illegally. I know a few of them. Worthy, uh, reliable sources of people. You know what I mean? Real shit. They don't give a fuck about that. Oh, they got First Amendment, Second Amendment. Okay, we got we got our shit. That's it. You can challenge, and that's the crazy thing about it. Realistically, you can challenge any court system off of that principle alone. You didn't have a constitution just for it to be handpicked. That's what I broke down before last night, right? It's no more democracy. That's a republic. That's more of a republic aspect of it. Like, yo, protect yourself. If, if everybody had their their arms, they wouldn't need police officers so much. But then I thought about it. All right, the ladder goes away. The police no longer would need their jobs. So then people would really say defund the police because they got their weapons. Government come, are we taking away your weapons? So now you take away my ability to protect myself and you take away my liberty to say whatever I want without being criticized. So now what's the first and second amendment? It's nothing. It's subjective. Depending on what state you are, you know, how the fucking government feels. Now you got to look at the government. Now everybody depends on the government. My idea is fuck the government. I don't give a shit about the government. I don't need the government. I don't depend on, I don't need a check from these niggas. I work for my money. As long as, as long as niggas get an opportunity to make money, niggas gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Niggas that's lazy sitting back, they're not gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Look at each other. Game over. <laughs> They're bums too. Like, like I said before, like the, the dude I ran into from high school, mm-hmm. a bum. Like talking all this shit in high school. Oh, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna get this career. <laughs> Yo, I got this bitch lined up. See this nigga today, man. Tore up from the floor up, man. Motherfucking look like, like he had a, he had like a, a fucked up lacrosse joint on, but it had like look it had BB holes in it. Like nigga, you like a sloppy mess, yo. Like, he tried to climb through barbed wire, like, all the little holes and shit. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just, like yo, what? This nigga like a prop. He like a fucking, he like a prop, an extra in a movie. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, yo? What's the matter with you? Oh, no, nah, man, you know, time's just hard. I'm like, yo, I'm a piece of shit, like I said before. Yo, what happened to the car? What happened to the career? What happened to the bitch? What happened? I don't give a fuck. I'm, I don't, I'm a piece of shit. And I would expect the people to do the same thing to me if I did the same, same thing, thing that he did. So I, I, I'm able to look at it that way. Other people, they just say, yo, that's fucked up. Nigga, life's fucked up. You know, deal with it. Mm-hmm. All these weak bitches, weak-minded men, go find a cry closet, get a Xanax prescription. <laughs> 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 and, and deal with it. And deal with it. I, I, tell, I tell bitches all the time, like, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. Unless you're paying like one. You pay like one, I'll act like a therapist. But I, I'm not here to hear about your problems, your BS. It's like yellow. Is that that whole like yellow flag and red flag thing, right? So you deal with a bitch, and the first thing she tells you is about the last guy she was with, oh, or yeah. the first thing she does is compare you to the last guy she was with. Oh, she's a, she's definitely, she's scraps. You know what I mean? Like she's not even worth salvaging, whatsoever. Not even a wham bam thank you man nothing I give that bitch a weak handshake and walk away 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Really? I mean, I don't like. See me, I don't. I don't like the whole. I mean, I understand it. Like with men, it's like trophies, right? Like bitches are like representations of trophies in a sense. But at the same time, it's like the trophy that one obtains has no long-term value. There's nothing. Like you can bring it up. Oh yeah, I fucked this bitch into such and such, whatever. It means nothing. But for a guy, it's more meaningful. Because guys is pussy. Like that's how guys look at it. A bitch can't go, well, I fucked this guy and he made this much money. Are you with him today? No. What's the point? You're a failure. It's when bitches <laughs> fail in life. Bitches con they're consecutive failures. They have nothing going for them most of the time. Besides failing. And all they would have to realize is I need to be accountable for failing. They will be just fine, but they don't. They're not. They'll. They'll blame the last guy. They'll blame anybody and everybody. The motherfucker that cut her off in the morning. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like, what's the point? Like zero account. Like the thoughts. All these bitches have the same. They have the same sob story. It's worded different. It's it's a different scenario that's involved, but it's the same spirit, bro. These bitches are weak. I mean, weak, pathetic, flimsy. They're no longer even flamboyant. They're just all fucking masculine. You know what I mean? Bitches out here looking like young MA, young MA bodyguards or shit. You know what I mean? This is not even worth dealing with. You know what I mean? Most, most dudes, they're going to understand it. Like, yeah, there's some humor to it. <clears throat> a little joking around. But for the most part, it breaks down to really understanding that bitches don't bring much to you in, in life. They don't bring much. They don't bring much besides misery, right? Like, They don't bring much besides misery. And their misery is whatever they can create, whatever deficiency or whatever deep, whatever, like whatever malfunction that she can create in her mind about a man. <clears throat> and by the way, I'm driving right now. My cousin had to dip off and do something, so I figure, fuck it. I'll take over. I was supposed to go over a video. I came out here hoping to at least do two episodes, but we ended up only doing one. What the? But it is what it is. But my, my, my whole point about the situation is, right, where... The woman's the woman's mind is like by default chaotic, right? It's chaotic and whatever thoughts she comes up with, whatever stories she creates in her mind, her imagination, <clears throat> that's like that's what it breaks down to. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to address about it. If a woman is calm, 
cool and collective or if a woman is somehow at a point in life where like she doesn't she doesn't have to um, be around or she doesn't have to be the center of attention or she doesn't have to be acknowledged everywhere she goes like I mentioned before those bitches man they're hard to come by man and for guys guys will look at those women as like an anomaly Guys look at those bitches as an anomaly. And the problem with the anomaly is, even if a bitch is rare in that sense, she don't deserve the special treatment like that. I got ice. I got booze in the car. What the? But she don't even deserve special treatment. But because guys rarely come across women like that, They'll put so much praise and value into a woman that they lose track of what they got to do. And that's that's a good that's a good portion of today's men. Good portion of today's men. And a lot of guys, some of them, some of them want to acknowledge it. Some of them know that it's true. A lot of guys were lied to and manipulated. Other guys, eh, they were able to wake up just in time or they had the wisdom and insight of seeing other people's situation and how things panned out for them. It's a whole lot of people out and about today. I'm driving a little bit out of my parts, so if I'm quiet for a bit, I'm only trying to gain direction of where I'm actually located and where I'm at. But yeah, man, did a little episode, a little something-something. I really wanted to uh, work on something later on tonight. I had the information that I wanted to bring up earlier, but I never got a chance to go through it. Because me and my cousin was just talking about, you know, a whole lot of fuckery, a whole lot of madness. But it was worth it. Um, the Donald Trump DNA thingy that, you know, Donald Trump is allegedly one of the only presidents, or if not the only president, to not have ancestral, does not have the ancestral representation of those who own slaves and things of that nature like previous presidents, including Barack Obama. Now, I realize if this is all facts, then everything that these people have said in terms of the racism and racist shit, it all makes sense. It's what everybody says. The ones who constantly try to point out or call people the racist or actually the racist. And all these presidents, and you can go through left, right, you can go through Clinton, you can go through Bush, 
You can go through the Bidens today. All of them band together against Donald Trump. And I mean all of them. And for what? Racism? Allegations? I want y'all to realize that every president, pretty much, at one time, whether media was involved or whatever, they were all accused of racism. Damn, I gotta get gas in this car. What the? Damn, that shit's dope, man. This guy's driving a Can-Am. One of them five-wheel, what's that, four, three? Three-wheel, sort of ATV, street vehicle thingies. Pretty neat, right? But anyway, the guys make the mistake, right, of actually believing and putting thought and emotion into a woman in a way that a woman would never put thought and emotion into her. It's like a weird... It's a weird, unofficial exchange where the man brings everything to the table emotionally and the women really just sit back and gather all the resources, all of the belongings. Now, she can make herself convincing especially if she wants to keep the man, if she wants to keep the resources from the man. She'll make herself believable. I had to move all this alcohol. She'll make herself believable in order to keep those things, right? But sometimes the man figures it out early on that, you know, she's not really interested and if the man were to run out of his resources, the woman would run out of her time with the man. I mean, that's how it usually goes. Uh, when a relationship ends, why a relationship ends? If the man's financial situation has nothing to do with it, then the man or the woman's infidelity has something to do with it. But a lot of times it just it just breaks down to a man losing a job, a man losing his belongings, a man losing a car. It can just break down to a man losing a certain amount of money to where a woman can just end things. Especially if it's not a marriage gives her better reason to do it. But even the women who are married, and when the divorce rate is, what is it, 70%? Predominantly women initiating divorce. What information can you go on that would still give guys that reason to get married or that reason for a guy to be in a relationship? Everything that's being brought to the table is legit. Everything. When the man invests everything into a woman, women, women 
it's so normal and by default to a woman that it's not even looked at as something good. It's something that's expected from a man to these women. And these bitches, they don't have they don't have any any core value. Like whatever they were raised with doesn't exist. Like the things that they were raised with, it's not suitable for like childhood, uh, raising a kid. It's not suitable for starting a family. They're mostly known for the bedroom fun. That's all they are. That's all they're known for. They're a good lay. Okay. Now, are you willing to equate a good lay to a long-term relationship? Some guys, and I hate to say it, most guys would sign up for that. Because I'm only going by the desperation of men today. Once again, the desperation of men today. Not this, not this belief that a woman has all of these infinite lives like a fucking cat. And she can make mistake after mistake and after mistake. And even at that point, still only have eight lives left. No, it doesn't work like that. These bitches made you believe it worked like that in order to, in order for her shit to actually work against you. It's like magic. You have to believe that it exists for it to actually affect you. And, it, and in some cases, if you if you don't believe it exists, then it doesn't affect you. It has no power over you. It has no control over you. But bitches sure know how to work their magic now, don't they? You know it and I know it, right? And the thing is... Whatever maturity... And I used to always say this, right? Whatever maturity that is rumored to be hold or held by all women at a certain point where you always hear about like women mature faster than men I would go as far as to say that that maturity only comes from alright so that, that maturity in her mind really only comes from her body and her looks and the way that she develops physically. I really doubt that there is much of a emotional maturity factor that propels a woman over a man. It just doesn't happen. Puberty, maybe that's maybe that's the ticket. That's all it is. But her physical maturity Oh, she got a set of boobs. She has this. She got that. She notices that guys notice her. And that's when it all begins. Legit. That's where all of it begins. And it's it's never it's never until the last minute. And some women, they figure it out earlier on. But then there's the rare cases, right? Some of those women, 
they'll they'll go through their entire lives in this in this nutshell. And it's her thoughts or how she feels about herself, which is relatively low. I had this air blasting the whole time. But it's relatively it's relatively low what she feels about herself. So she has this inferior complex towards men and towards other women. But really, some of these women are actually attractive. They just have terrible, a terrible case of low self-esteem. And that's sort of like their, how can I say it? That's their handicap, really. It's like a lot of guys. You'll see a guy and go, oh man, he, you know, he must not have a problem with women. But if he's socially awkward, he never had conversations with a bitch. Never communicated. Never had relationships. Never had long interactions. Then what is he? His handicap would be um, conversational value. Which he wouldn't be any different than most of the women. But I've said this before, and this is just the nature of interaction, right? Like that nature of interaction being that the man has to be the one to initiate the conversation or he's the one to he's the one who's expected to initiate and start a conversation right it's not the other way around and the reason why it's not the other way around is because women just don't have that natural confident charismatic approach they don't need it if they're pretty like i said i see i see a woman right now riding a bike and i know she's old enough extremely attractive she doesn't have to be smart she doesn't have to be funny she doesn't even really have to be charismatic now if she is these things that's a bonus right guys guys would enjoy that The fact of the matter is, guys don't expect it. And what makes men so simple, and I recorded an episode previously before I head out and went on this little road trip here to go see my cousin. Like, the women, the women, like, when it comes to, like, having things handed to them, right? You know, life on easy mode. It's as simple as a woman not having to talk, a woman not even having to have eye contact to get male attention. She doesn't have to do anything. So when a woman is challenged, and I think I went through this with um, AJ's rant reactions. The lesbian couples have problems dealing with women because they never was in a position to where they had to pick up anybody. They just had to be present and get male attention. And most of the women in that video that were talking about the situation, ironically enough, they weren't really lesbians. They dealt with men beforehand, which means that whole... I was born this way narrative doesn't work with those type of lesbians, but those type of women 
who identify themselves as lesbians. They had an interest in guys. They were dealing with guys. And also, let's just say something. I want to say something that's controversial, but it makes sense. Lesbian couples aren't dealing with the criticism that gay couples deal with. Like, lesbians in general don't deal with the criticism that gays deal with. Oh, if it's a lesbian coming out of the closet, I mean, it's almost showcased. It's not as, and I hate to say it, but it's not as gross or gruesome to guys as it is girls on girls. So what ends up happening is they figure that out. They don't put a lot of lesbianism. You ever notice that? They don't put a lot of lesbianism out there, but they put a lot of the uh, homosexual misconduct on television. And they don't, they don't just put it out there. Like, they thrive off of it. It's their bread and butter. Right? It's their bread and butter. They're not... They're not settling down. They ain't gonna put no bitches out there fucking around with each other. They'll put a bunch of guys, though. Or, or a bunch of guys who identify as women doing it. Perversion. Perversion. Um, an atrocity. An atrocity, right? Of just... Despicable. Disgusting. Degenerate behavior and like I said what do they do what do these fucking people do they take everything that's good and make it bad and then they take everything that's bad and that's completely perverted and that's completely evil and they make it good and you can't and you can't speak out against them they will be on the attack they will come for you. They'll come for your career. They'll come for your family. They'll come for your friends. They'll come for your livelihood. There's not a lot of people that's speaking out against it. I take liberty to do so because, number one, why the fuck not? I never dox myself, so... I talk about what I do for a living, but that's just, you know, I believe that certain things don't have to be addressed, but depending on the person, I don't see why it wouldn't be addressed. Like if someone's make, if someone's claiming to be a millionaire, right? Someone's claiming to be a millionaire. Someone's claiming to be successful. Someone's claiming to have all of these things. There's going to come a time where someone is actually going to see if you truly have those things or not. Like for guys who consider themselves pickup artists, if their claim to fame is picking up women, having women from this state, that state, this side of the world, that side of the world, guys are going to eventually go, well, I want to see if this guy really has what he say he has. What do guys say? I want the receipts, right? Here's the reality. Here's the problem with that. 
and I've said it, I've said it earlier while my cousin was in the car, right? If your claim to fame is the pussy that you used to get, maybe there's a problem or maybe there's an issue that you should kind of figure out going forward. Because to me, like not to, not to sound like a child or like a kid or anything, but just a lot of that shit doesn't count. A lot of that shit don't count to me. If guys are just talking about the pussy that they got in the past, and they're living off of like the Al Bundy phase of their lives where, you know, they had the winning touchdown and they finally scored and they're at a point in life. Well, that can be used as a, a metaphor, right? They finally scored. They had that winning touchdown. They made it to the finals. They ran it back from the 30 yard line, all this other bullshit. Well, look at these police. What the? getting the right lane here so these cocksuckers don't pull me over but really that's all these guys live off of it's never the current moves they're making it's always the moves of the past and they'll forever live in the past they have no they have no cares in the world about moving forward zero that's the reality. And the fucked up thing about it is some motherfuckers never learn. They'll never learn. They'll make mistake after mistake dealing with the same type of bitches. Nothing new type of fulfillment. Nothing to gain at the end. But misery. And that's what men, men fall apart because they always rest and they dwell within a woman's misery. Because the woman identifies with man. I mean, no, the man identifies with woman. So now he has the same emotional, ego driven, sort of weak-minded approach and her misery becomes his misery then all and in all actual in all actuality she becomes his misery these are some bumpy ass roads man bumpy ass fucking roads I'm like halfway back in the town, right? I just noticed my gas light come on. I mean, I guess I have been driving a bit this 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 whole weekend, really starting from Friday, Friday night to pretty much Saturday morning. And now coming back from the same location I'm going to have to get gas soon. But I had just picked up some food, right? Because I just realized it's 6 o'clock. This is how lost I am in time. It's 6 o'clock, but in my mind, it still feels like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just grabbing food. Like I'm, I'm just about to eat, go home and eat my first meal. 
of the fucking day. I've been drinking, not that much. I only drunk two beers, but on top of not eating, I've been drinking beer, which isn't bad, by the way. Um, drinking beer, a nice cold beer without eating, as long as it's cold, it's not bad. Plus, it's the hops, it's the grains, it's all those things that kind of fill up the belly in a weird way. Compared to like just drinking like corn liquor or some crazy shit like that. But I didn't eat nothing, man. So I got to get ready to do that. I got to get ready to end this episode. Because this has been a, a banger. Another one. I may actually have this. I'll have this shared for Sunday. So if it's Sunday out there. Thank you for checking us out. Um, I still might plan something tonight. Or I might just do something tomorrow morning. And save what I do tomorrow morning for tomorrow night and save what I'm doing now for uh, tomorrow night, I think. Yeah. This weekend has been uh, eventful, I'll say that. Not too shabby. I've been just fucking going through it, just smoking, relaxing, enjoying this three-day weekend as much as possible. Before I have to go back in Monday, in which I only go in for one day, and then 4th of July I got off, paid holiday. Then I go back in Wednesday and Thursday, and that Wednesday and Thursday, after that, that pretty much kicks off another three-day weekend, so I can't complain. I've definitely been doing... I definitely have been doing a lot worse, so I may have to, oh, I want to stop at this gas station, but fuck it. But anyway, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah on the road with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.